0: listening to The Place for Biblical End Times Truth, The Remnant Report. Be here with you all today. It is uh, wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. I hope everybody's doing okay and has had a good week, and I hope that we have a good service this morning. I, I believe that the Lord has got a good message. I know that he's got something for somebody to hear. There's somebody that needs to hear the message, and we are going to have a Spirit-filled service today in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Turning your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Starting with verse... Let's see, we're we'll going to start with verse 11, okay? Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you now, Lord, and I just thank you for this opportunity to be in your house today. I thank you for everyone that's here today that's come to worship you, Father, and I I just pray that you just open our hearts and our minds and help us to receive the message that you have prepared for us. Father God, I just I pray that you speak through me, Father. Fill me with your spirit. That's right. And I love you, and I ask these and all things in the most precious and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Again, today we're in Ephesians chapter 6. Today we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare and the body of Christ and the whole armor of God that we need to fight this spiritual war. And the natural question that any believer has is how do you put on the whole armor of God? How do we put on this armor that God has given to us for protection and to fight the battles of spiritual warfare. Well, the answer is this. You see, God has a one-stop shop for her, all your spiritual warfare needs. Amen. Your armor That's right. and your weapons. That's right. And that is prayer. Amen. Amen. Paul tells us right here in chapter 6, verse 18 of Ephesians. It says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Prayer. Prayer is how we put on the whole armor of God Amen. that's right Amen. chapter 4 I mean chapter 6 verse 14 says stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked above all. Amen. That's right. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, our sword. You see the Greek translation, the word here, sword is translated in the Greek as the Greek word for dagger. And you see, this dagger, our spiritual weapon, the weapon God has given us, you know, he's given us our armor, his armor, to withstand the fiery darts, but he's also given us the sword, our weapon to fight, and this dagger, a dagger in those days, it was used, it was probably, I'm trying to think the inches, uh, it was probably about this long, because it was 12 inches long, so this dagger was made for up close combat. Close quarters combat. And we as believers, when we go through spiritual oppression and spiritual warfare, a lot of times, you know, it's not always something that is close, but there are just as many, if not more times, that these Demonic forces get all up in your face. That's right. And that's, right. that's when we need that sword, our dagger, to fight mm-hmm. and get these spiritual attacks, these spiritual forces off of us. And these daggers, they they were. The blades on them were thin and razor sharp. And on the tips, the tips of these daggers were needle point sharp. And that is our Bible. Amen. And, you know, there's another passage of scripture that says that the tongue is sharper than a two-edged sword. That is this word right here. Jesus Christ. We know that Jesus is the word made flesh. Amen. Amen. And we know that we are the body of Christ. His representatives on this earth. And if Christ went through it when he was alive on this earth, then we can better believe that we're going to go through it as his body on this earth. That's right. When Jesus was obedient and went to John and was baptized in the Jordan and You're si tu have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Well, the gospel of peace is in scripture. We quote scripture to the Lord. And we tell him that we believe the gospel. And that we know the gospel. And there's also a very important. Above all, chapter 16 says, take the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The shield of faith is the exact same thing Jesus used in the wilderness with the enemy. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing that we have to use every day. Amen. When you go into prayer, When you go to our Father and you tell him that you believe, that you have faith, that the word of God is true, that you have faith that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, rose again on the third day. be done. Mm. True mm. faith is hand of the father 40 days after his resurrection he left the church not just his disciples the apostles the early church fathers the early church all of the church from then until he returns is the body of Christ and we must all do mm-hmm. as Jesus Christ did. Amen. That's right. And Jesus told us in His Word that they will hate us because that's they right. hated Him. Yep, that's right. So anything that happened to Jesus, we can expect it to happen to us, or worse. That includes. Spiritual attack. That includes all everything all the way up to and including death. And guys, you know, we live in a day and age where that is possible in some places of the world. Christians are being put to death for spreading the gospel right. in uh, countries all over the world. In That's Muslim right. countries, you will get put to death for spreading the gospel, yep. in believe it or not, as much as uh, believers and the church and America uh, love and believe in and stand behind Israel. If you are a Christian in Israel and uh, it's it's illegal for you to preach the gospel, it's called proselytizing. Prosely, prosely, sorry. And proselytizing is evil. I mean, not evil, excuse me, illegal. And they will put you in jail in Israel for Verse. Also, not anymore, but we know that in communist Russia in the Soviet Union, they would put you in jail for be just being a Christian, getting called with a Bible. Well, well, I never thought I'd see the day but now Russia is more of a Christian nation than the United States folks we are the body of Christ today's sermon is on putting on the armor of God and I'm not gonna go down a rabbit trail but this is important and it's got to do with the armor of God and spiritual warfare especially but guys the only way that this lost and dying world is going to hear the gospel and know the truth and not die and go to hell is if Jesus Christ us, that's right, tells them about What he's done for us and can do for them. We don't do near what we should. And notice I said we. I didn't say you or they. We. We are all supposed to preach the gospel. That's right. The Great Commission was given to all believers. Not just preachers. You and you and you and every believer, every member of the body of Christ is supposed to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. Guys, I want to tell you a story about this, this is a story about spiritual warfare. This is something that happened to a friend of mine. Uh, he's actually somebody that I consider to be a great friend. I, I'm not close with him in the sense that I've known him for a long time and you know in the, the the scheme of things I've known him for a year or so, maybe two, and I've never met him personally. But we talk quite a bit on Messenger Facebook and He's, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he would want me to he may he may not mind the prayer warriors that I knew to come together and bathe them in prayer that they may be able to withstand and even stop the spiritual attack, these spiritual attacks. And we started a prayer chain, and about two weeks later, I messaged him, and I asked him if the attacks had gotten any better, if if the oppression had gotten worse, or what was going on, and he told me that they were able to defeat the enemy completely in these attacks. The attacks were gone. Amen. Amen. And that is the power of prayer. That's right. And the power of our armor and our weapons. Sorry, guys. My throat is... No, I, a a lot of you, most of you I know, know that uh, I have two programs a week that I do, two different broadcasts a week, and uh, the last one I did was <laughs> I got really into it and my voice has kind of been going out ever since and my throat is hurting and I was hoping that that was it, that I'm not getting sick or anything, so y'all for me, but I may have to take a swallow of this. I know that uh, we usually have water bottles, but there wasn't one, so I, I had to ask my wife to hand me her cup, but guys, I want you to understand one thing. If you don't hear anything else I say today, please hear this. if you are a follower of Christ, if you are a believer, a Christian, then you need to really, if you haven't already, go to God in prayer and ask Him to reveal to you what He would have you do for the kingdom. That's right. Because in the days that we're living in, which are very clearly the last days, we need to reach as many people as we can. Amen. That's right. And everybody, men, women, and children, all have a calling from the Lord. That's right. No matter what it may be, anywhere from church member to church leader to missionary to anything that you could possibly imagine that needs to be done. That's you right. you may not know your calling if you don't pray and ask the Lord to reveal it. That's right. And these days more than ever we all need to be fulfilling our calling and walking in the will of God. That's the right. The absolute worst place that a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ can find themselves is outside of the will of God. Amen. Guys, I know that it's getting close to that time and I'm not going to hold you too long. I know people want to go and eat that good Sunday dinner, but I feel like I need to I know that I need to share everything that the Holy Spirit has revealed to me to share today, and the message that I'm preaching is not even the sermon that I prepared for today. I didn't even know that I was going to be preaching here, Uh, I didn't know for sure until yesterday, around close to noon yesterday morning and I didn't have long to prepare but I did prepare a sermon man I'm telling you I knew exactly what I wanted to preach on i I'm doing uh you know my, my pro, I, like I said I' do two programs a week and my second program is a prophecy program it's uh, prophecy revealment and I wrote my sermon out, I, I wrote my little bullet points, and had my scriptures, and my sermon today was going to uh, go perfectly with uh, the episode of, this, this episode of Prophecy Revealed, and man, I knew what I wanted to do. Well, God had other plans. Amen. That's right. And when I woke up this morning, and went to God in prayer. I just, he, he burned in my spirit and let me know that what I wanted to preach on wasn't what he needed to say on, to you guys. Amen. And to me, I'm preaching to myself. Everybody that stands in a pulpit doesn't just preach to the church as far as the members, They preach to themselves as well if they're truly preaching the gospel. That's right. And I said, Lord, what would you have me preach on then? And I I continued to pray, and I asked God, I said, Father, please just reveal to me in your word what you would have me talk about today. And... Almost immediately, my mind and my Bible at almost the exact same time turned to Ephesians chapter 6. Amen. And I told you all that I, a lot recently, since my ministry has grown, I have come under a lot of spiritual attack recently. And so to Ephesians 6 and it came to my mind I knew that if I had been going through these things then a lot of others had been going through these things as well because guys let me tell you one more time we are in the last days Amen. That's right. and I promise you the enemy the last thing he wants is for you and for me to start spreading the truth of the gospel. Yes, that's right. He doesn't that's want the kingdom right. of God to grow. That's, that's right. right. He's come but to steal, kill, and destroy. That's right. You and me. And guys, if you're not a follower of Christ and you're not actively in the battle taking part then you're on the other side that's right. that's sitting right. down doing nothing is the same as fighting for the other side that's right, that's right. That's right. You, this isn't a war that anybody can just choose to sit out there's no pacifist in the army of God That's right. Guys, I love each and every one of you. I don't know how many people have heard my testimony. But before I became a believer and before I accepted Jesus Christ and surrendered my life to him I was an anti-Christian in a lot of ways and so when I surrendered to Christ and I asked him into my heart and life I clung to him and I haven't let go ever since I feel like if I even loosen my grip then I'm going to fall completely feel like I'm riding in an airplane hanging by a rope from an airplane or a helicopter with no no parachute and Jesus Christ is the rope is what I feel like but the truth of the matter is I'm the rope and Jesus is holding me that's That's right right. amen Amen. Mm -hmm. but before I became a Christian I didn't even like people very much. Of course, I loved my family, people close to me, but strangers, I didn't, I wasn't a people person, that's putting it mildly. Now, God's honest truth, I have a love for people that I've never had before. People I've met, people I've never met, black, white, yellow, brown, dirty, homeless, rich, poor. God has put a love in my heart for preach it. Amen. And because of that, I know that, I know that Jesus Christ lives in me because I know that the love that I have for my fellow man comes from Jesus Christ. It doesn't come from Jeremy. Mm. I'm just not capable. I don't have the capacity for that type of love. And thank you, Jesus. that is something that everyone can have. That's right. And guys, I hope you don't misunderstand what I'm saying and think that I'm bragging in any type of way because I'm not. There is absolutely nothing that I have, nothing I've done, and nothing I will do that didn't come from God Almighty, and He gets all the glory and praise and honor for everything Amen. in my life. Good That's event. right. That's right. Because the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Mm. That's right. hmm This spiritual battle is real. And the country that we live in, we're told from my little, my little boy Connor's age all the way up that this is a Christian nation and we were founded as a Christian nation. I'm not going to get into whether we were founded as a Christian nation or not, but I will say this. This is no longer a Christian nation. Yes, there are Christians in this nation, and I thank God for it. Amen. But the values of the people in charge and the values of the rich, and when I say rich, I mean the super rich, the 1%, are far from Christian. That's They're right. the opposite, That's in fact, of Luciferian. That's right. And what we have to understand is the reason for that is the men and women in this world, in this country, and in every government, in the government of every country. They are not in control. We are deceived into believing that they are running things when in truth, they're not running anything. It is the entities and the demonic spirits behind them making the decisions. And that is why We kill babies by the thousands. All the way up to birth in some places in America now. But, there are some states, thank God, the remnant, there has always been a remnant, and there always will until Jesus Christ comes back. There are states who have, hallelujah, made abortion illegal after a certain term, after a certain testation testation of pregnancy. But for the most part, the majority needs Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And guys, I'm going to leave you with one final thought. And then we'll said earlier that nobody and I mean nobody in this world that is lost and on their way to hell will ever know that there's a different way unless Jesus Christ here on this earth the body of Christ his hands, his feet, Amen. his mouth. That's right. Unless we tell them. That Amen. Right. That is right. Mm-hmm. And after we spread the gospel, and. You know, after we plant seeds, we may not always win someone to Christ when we tell them about Him, but we're planting a seed. And when those seeds finally come to harvest, and they become believers, and they're young Christians, it's very, very easy for them to stumble. Hmm. And what, no matter how big something is, or bad things Sing to you. What's big for you may be small for others. What's small for others may be big for you. We never know what's going to be a stumbling block to anyone. Especially young believers. babes in Christ. So we need to always, always. Be careful with what we say, what we do. And if we always put on the whole armor of God, not only will we be protected from the wiles of the devil, but we will always be showing Jesus Christ. That's That's right. right. People should be able to see Jesus Christ and know Jesus Christ just by seeing us. That's That's right. right. That is my prayer, and that is my hope for myself and for each and every one of you. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you now, Lord, and I thank you so much for being able to be in your house and spread the gospel. And I thank you so much for each and every man, woman, and child here today and also watching on Facebook. Father, I pray that you open the hearts and burden the spirits and just take and convict those who need Jesus. Amen. And also convict the believers who need to show Jesus. Amen. That's right. Father, I thank you again for allowing us all to come here today. I pray that you just help everyone have a safe trip home, and I pray you bring us back at the appointed time. Yes, Lord. Father God, I love you, and it's in the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I pray and ask